I've done four parks in one day. I have maxed out the score on Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin. I got married in Disney World, and uh, I used to be a monorail pilot. But there are still some things in Walt Disney World I haven't done. So today, I'm going to talk about my Disney World bucket list. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and welcome to the Diz Quiz. As always, I'm your host, Tommy T, here with another fun Season 3 episode for you. And in Season 3, we do whatever I feel like, and today is going to be my Disney bucket list. But we'll get to that in just a second. If you're new to the show, just a quick word that we are available both as a podcast and on YouTube. So however you prefer to experience the show, you can get it either way. And uh, follow us on social media at the Diz Quiz for some other Disney trivia and fun posts I do over there. But enough about all that. Let's get into my list of six things at Walt Disney World that are on my bucket list. So the first thing on my Disney World bucket list I want to talk about is the chef's table at Victoria and Albert's. For those that don't know, Victoria and Albert's is the premier restaurant at Walt Disney World. It's over at the Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, and it is just the most highly regarded and well-rated restaurant on Disney property and the chef table experience is even a, a level above that. So you go to the regular restaurant, you get a fantastic meal and service and all of that. But the chef's table is like I said, the next level. And when I say experience, it is an experience. Uh, you get something like 13 or 14 courses uh, over the course of a several hour experience and uh, special wine pairings that go with each of those courses. Uh, all this is stuff I've read in reviews and just descriptions of what it's like, but by all accounts, this is, again, the best of the best. You're getting the best waiters and waitresses, the best chef, the best foods, and uh, you're getting it in this private room, which is a really cool part of the, the whole, again, experience. And you're going to come away with a personalized menu of exactly what you ate that day. These 13 or 14 courses are, of course, some small tastes, right? So when you watch those fancy cooking shows and they give you the little tiny piece of meat with the side... This is what that is, but it gives you the opportunity to try so many different types of food created by some of the best chefs, the best chefs on Disney property. Of course, all this comes at a steep price, which is the biggest reason I haven't been able to check this off yet, but one of these days I will save up enough and have the right occasion or motivation to make it happen. So very much looking forward to one day experiencing the Victoria and Albert's chef table. The next thing on my list is doing a true drink around the world, meaning getting a drink at each of the 11 World Showcase pavilions in the same day. This is going to come down to doing it right, planning it right. I've sipped my way around World Showcase many times, especially during the Food and Wine Festival, but I've never hit all 11 pavilions in one day and gotten a unique drink at each one. Now, if you're planning on doing this yourself, I do encourage you to drink responsibly, plan responsibly, and behave responsibly. You know, you're still in Disney World, you're still in the theme park around families and stuff, but there is a safe way to do this. To get 11 drinks in a day over enough time can be can be okay, but it's, again, gotta give yourself a lot of time, maybe share drinks, maybe take some long breaks, but uh, that's how I plan to do it. And someday I will make the full drink around the world experience happen, but do it at a safe and responsible <laughs> pace. This next one on my list is something I have absolutely no control over, and that is being evacuated off of a ride. 
Now I've been to Disney theme parks literally hundreds of times, spent hundreds of days at Disney parks, been on rides probably then thousands of times, right? Thousands of Disney ride experiences. Never once have I had to get evacuated off of a ride. I know people, plenty of people that have had this happen to them. And to be honest with you, every time a ride stops, especially if I've been on the ride a hundred times, I do have this moment where I wish that this is the time when I'm gonna get evacuated off and I'm gonna get to walk through some of the scenes and next to some of the animatronics and through some of the backstage areas, but never once has it happened to me. So, so I guess I'll just keep riding and waiting and one of these days, it'll happen. Next up is yet another food-related one and uh, there's a bit of a trend here, but it is to eat at every restaurant in Walt Disney World. So beyond just that Victorian Albers experience, I want to experience every restaurant Disney has to offer. And so quick shameless plug for my iPhone app Flylist, which I, if you listen to the show, you probably heard me talk about it before. It lets you log and track everything there is to do in Walt Disney World. And according to my Flylist right now, there are 90 restaurants in Walt Disney World. I have eaten at 54 of them. So more than halfway there. But of course, Disney keeps adding restaurants. So even though I try to do one or two new ones with every trip, Disney likes to add one or two new ones every year. So I'm perpetually falling behind but I'll keep trying new ones and hopefully someday I'll be able to check off every single one. Uh, a few of the ones that are towards the top of my list are I've never eaten dinner at Be Our Guest, only had a counter service there. So sit down experience at Be Our Guest. A couple of new Disney restaurants, Takumite at Japan I've never eaten at. Uh, it's pretty new. As well as Topolino just opened at the Riviera. Those are very high on my list. I've heard great things. And then Disney Springs is loaded with restaurants I haven't tried. I just don't get the opportunity to spend as much time there. So Morimoto, STK, The Boathouse. Haven't eaten any of these. Heard amazing things about all of them. So I think I'm going to have to do a trip one day where it's just restaurants. And I just spend uh, all my time just eating, eating, eating. I think that sounds like a lot of fun, don't you? The next one on my list is in my control, at least after the Run Disney races start up again post-pandemic but it is to run in a Run Disney race through the Magic Kingdom. Now I've done two Run Disney races in the past. They were both 10Ks and both times I got to run through Epcot and the Epcot portion of those was absolutely the highlight. So much fun uh, running through the you know pads that I've walked through in the park a hundred times, but getting to run through it as part of a Run Disney race special music playing, special lighting, the cast members cheering you on. It is a really special experience. On the other side of things, I have observed several Run Disney races in the Magic Kingdom as a spectator. And while things are very special at Epcot, the Magic Kingdom is a next level type of thing. The atmosphere is incredible. The energy, the people, the magic of the castle and running down Main Street USA the energy just can't be described. You really have to go experience it for yourself. And I do recommend you do that. You can go early that morning, no admission required. When there is a race going through the Magic Kingdom, you can show up and spectate. It is a lot of fun. And uh, one of these days I'll have to run either a half or full marathon. Let's be honest, it's gonna be a half marathon that will let me run down Main Street USA, around Magic Kingdom and through Cinderella Castle. Again, pure magic. Really would love to do that someday. It's in my hands, just gotta get back into running shape and get to that 13.1 mile mark, but it will happen, it will happen. Rounding out my list here is another one that is in my control if I plan it right, and it is to be the last person in a theme park. So what I mean by that is, if you don't know, at the end of each evening, the security and the cast members at each park will sort of do a sweep, and they'll start from the back of the park and slowly herd everyone towards the exit, 
and clearing each section as they do, and eventually there is one final person that is declared the last person in the park, and the park is declared officially clear and closed, and everybody can kind of go home or, or go into nighttime mode there in the park once that person's out of the out through the gates, and I want to be that person someday. Like I said, it's going to take some planning, maybe a late dinner reservation, maybe getting in line right before the official close. So let's say the park closes at 9, get in line for a, for a long queue at 8.59, and then by the time I get through that, get out of the ride, I could be the very last person in the park, kind of slowly make my way out and turn around at the gates and look at the empty theme park behind me. It just... I don't really know why this one has always stuck with me as something I wanted to do, but I think that would just be a cool, again, magical experience of being the very last person and sort of being the one to shut things down for the day. And that's it. That's my Disney World bucket list. I hope you enjoyed this quick episode. I thought it'd be fun to whip up for you. What I really want is to hear your Disney bucket list. So drop a comment, drop me a tweet, an Instagram message, whatever works as a way to communicate and let me know what's at the top of your Disney must-do bucket list. It'd be really fun to hear from everyone out there. And then also let me know what you want to see from the Diz Quiz in the future. I've heard some feedback and some suggestions lately. I'm going to be getting to some of those very soon. But I'd love to hear from you in general with the irregularly scheduled of episodes, with doing whatever I feel like. It does give me some opportunity to play around with new ideas, so I'd love to hear from the audience about what's interesting to you from my perspective. And me and everyone I work with here at the Diz Quiz is really appreciative of all the support, of all the listening and watching and liking and subscribing. Whatever platform works, whatever method works, works for me. So really appreciate the support. And lastly, if you want to check out the Flylist iPhone app, I will put a link to that in the description. Like I said before, it's my app that I created that you can log and track everything there is to do in Walt Disney World. So that's another fun thing you can do and fun way you can support me and the Disc Quiz. So I really appreciate all that support once again. Uh, I'll, I keep saying it because it really does mean a lot. So until next time, I've been Tommy T. This has been the Disc Quiz. We will see you real soon. Bye-bye. This man.